When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, I'm Dominique, Dr. Leaf's podcast producer and daughter. Today's episode is a mini episode taken from our archives. In this episode, Dr. Leaf discusses why people often fail to achieve goals and how we should rather focus on the process rather than the end goal itself. She also gives some helpful tips on how to cultivate the correct mindsets when focusing on achieving a vision, how to deal with failure, and so much more. Before we begin, I want to give a shout out to everyone who has left a review and subscribed to this podcast. Your reviews and feedback is so helpful and encouraging. So if you love this podcast, please consider leaving a review and subscribing if you haven't done so already. And keep sharing with friends and family and on social media. Now, back to today's episode. We all have those resolutions, those goals that whether we like to admit it or not, have fallen by the wayside. Goal setting and achieving actually can be quite difficult, especially when there's so many demands on our time. So why do we fail to achieve our goals? Well, most likely we're focusing on the wrong things. When it comes to making a plan, it's far better to focus more on the process than the goal. In fact, I hate goals. I like to have a goal as a vision, so much more of a broad concept and then focus on the process of how to get there and focus on all the things that are going to have to change in that process. And in that way, I'm way more prepared to achieve my goals. In fact, we need to spend more time on how to achieve a goal, how to achieve a goal rather than the goal itself. As the renowned artist Pablo Picasso once said, Our goals can only be reached through a vehicle of a plan in which we must fervently believe and upon which we must vigorously act. There is no other route to success. So that's the overall concept that we need to focus on the process and not the actual goal. So how do we structure that process? Here are some tips to help us with that. First tip is we need to work around our schedules. It's really important that you tailor the plan to achieving your goal. Remember the process, the plan to achieve your goal that fits in with your schedule rather than trying to plan your schedule around the goal. So that means, I'll give you an example. I get so excited about all the things that I do and research and I get very stimulated by my work. I love it that I tend to overcommit to what I can do and I keep seeing all these visions. I have a lot of visions and then I have to realize that in order to achieve that, I have to go back and make sure that those that's going to fit in my schedule and time things out a little bit more effectively. So I first get the excitement from, from the vision of what I'm trying to achieve, but then I realistically come back to my schedule. So this makes achieving the goal so much more realistic. Looking at your schedule makes the goal much more realistic, achieving the goal. And it makes it more likely that you're going to stick to the plan because it will fit into an already established routine rather than disrupting your flow, which can cause a lot of mental fatigue and stress. Second tip is start small. 
Start with small changes and then add incrementally more changes that will help you achieve your goal. So an example of that is that we've got these clinical trials running at the moment and these clinical trials require huge amounts of time in my schedule and I had planned for the the trials to fit into a certain time frame and there's four different trials that we're doing and basically what happened was that I put them into a time frame that was unrealistic. So I realized I needed to start smaller and shift that out and stretch out the time frame. So that was just something that has just happened in my life. I had to start smaller and then work through that process and then change and put in the rest of the trials at a later date. So starting small and then building onto that. When we talk about starting small, we need to understand the time mindset, that things take time and that you're not going to actually see much change day by day, but eventually, cumulatively, over time, that change will manifest. So that, by the way, I talk about the time mindset in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, and I explain that in order for change to start manifesting, it does take around about 63 days for us to really see an effective change in our life. So I encourage you to to read that in the book, Think, Learn, Succeed. I also include tips on how to cultivate this time mindset and how to use this in your life. So a simple example of making small changes is an easy example is if you think of training for a marathon, you're not going to just run 26 miles. You're going to, if you've never run before, you're going to start very slowly and then build up. So you may not feel the change from today to tomorrow, even to the next day, but at the end of the first week, you're going to feel, start feeling changes. And at the end of the second week, you start feeling changes. It's the same with toxic thinking. You may have identified a really toxic pattern in your life that's leading to feelings of of anxiety and depression, and it's not going to go away quickly. We need to recognize it takes a little bit of time to get to the root cause and then to really work out what that was and then how to change that and reconceptualize that. And that takes you the 63 days. In my new app, the Switch app, I really walk you through that in using audio and walk you through those 63 days to really help identify and break down that toxic thinking. And it does take time. It's cumulative a little bit. You may not feel much change between today and tomorrow and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. But suddenly by the end of seven days, you feeling you will start feeling a difference and by 14 days and so on. So it's cumulative over time. This episode is sponsored by Lola, a female-founded feminine care brand. Lola's tampons, pads, liners, and cleansing wipes are all made with 100% organic cotton. No toxins, no dyes, or synthetic fibers. I personally loved how convenient Lola makes it when ordering these products and how I could personalize my package to what I needed. Lola offers two trial sets, each featuring a mixed assortment of period products for just $5. Lola will send you a reminder email before your subscription officially starts. So it's a risk-free way to try the products before making a monthly commitment. This is truly a brand made for women by woman. It's never been easier to try Lola. Get started with a trial set today. Get 30% off your $5 trial set today. Visit mylola.com and enter Dr. Leaf to redeem your offer. The link will be in the show notes.
Sometimes when I'm in the studio all day recording podcasts or on the go traveling to conferences, I find I need something to help boost my energy and help me focus. That's why I love Four Sigmatic Coffee and Blends. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, and longevity and help us live healthier, more enhanced lives. The coffee is made with 100% organic Arabica beans and does not taste like mushrooms. Get 15% off your Four Sigmatic purchase today when you go to foursigmatic.com slash drleaf or use the discount code drleaf at checkout. That is D-R-L-E-A-F. The next tip is expect things to go well. Because of the mind-body connection, having a positive expectancy mindset produces real neurophysiological outcomes in your body. I talk about this in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, with activation tips to help you develop an expectancy mindset. Very important for achieving the process of taking you towards your goal. If you expect that the effort that you put into planning for a goal will succeed, then it will succeed. Or if you expect that you will have a good day, you will have a good day. Because expecting creates networks in your brain that literally create how you manage and react during the course of the day. So you, you're creating your realities with your expectations. It's very real. If you're expecting things will work out in a relationship, that changes you mentally and physically and it improves your relationship. It can increase the likelihood of what you hope is coming about actually comes about. So it's very motivating. It carries you through. It's incredibly important in continuing in the process of moving towards achieving your goal. You've literally got to prepare your mind and your body for success to help you to find the strength to persevere and push through. The next tip is know what you want. It's important to always ask ourselves why we want what we want in life. Is it really what you want or is it what someone else thinks you want? Is it good for you? Is it good for your business? Is it good for your relationship? For instance, ask yourself if this goal is something you want for yourself or is it a goal you think you should achieve because other people have said that you have to achieve this. Analyze your motives. If achieving the goal is based on other people's opinions, it's more likely not a goal that you should be pursuing as it could put you into toxic stress. It's got to be your process. Obviously, people can speak into your life, people can advise you, and we should take that advice. It's very important that we have deep, meaningful connections in our lives to help us to make sure that we are in the process of pursuing the correct goals. But be careful if someone says, you should do this, you should do that, or you should change this. Always analyze and look at the motive behind that and see if it's relevant to your life. A goal that's based on pleasing others isn't sustainable, and you will lose the motivation to carry on and it's not good for your mental and physical health. Whereas a goal that's based on what you want for yourself can make your life more meaningful. Indeed, we cannot all pursue the same goals. We're just totally different. We all think, feel, and choose in different ways. Even identical twins have incredibly different likes and dislikes, behavior, and life choices. As I talk about in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, we need to learn to capitalize on how our customized thinking, the unique way that we think, feel, and choose, we need to capitalize on that so that we can function at the highest level possible to achieve success in life. Essentially, our goals need to be defined by us, by how we each uniquely think, feel, and choose, and not by what people tell us to do. 
The next tip, be prepared to change. We should always ask ourselves if we are prepared to persevere through the process and adjust our goals. We need to recognize that coming along with process is the unexpected, things that we're not sure that we, things that we didn't plan for. And we need to be able to adjust to those. We need to recognize that changing and adjusting a goal can be a learning experience. It's not a failure and that it opens the road to success. So be very intentional about learning something every time that you fail. And I say fail in inverted commas, because is it really a failure? It's something that didn't work. So try something else. Which, and this allows you to appreciate the journey. So instead of feeling guilt or condemnation or frustration or irritation when things don't quite work out how you expected it, rather see that as a learning experience. So every bump can become an opportunity to learn and grow your brain and develop mental resilience and help you recognize how many amazing possibilities life has to offer. In my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, I talk about how important it is to learn from our failures and see that when one door closes, another door can open. In fact, we don't even have to talk about failures. We just have to talk about what didn't quite work and what we can learn from that. We need to have this possibility mindset. This type of thinking taps into the optimism bias of the structure of the brain and the mind and helps us get up when we fall because we can learn to see all the potential opportunities in every, any given situation. And we don't get thrown when our plan doesn't go well or as well as we hoped it would. All goals are essentially hypotheses. And a hypothesis is like a guess that, that we make. So we make these hypotheses. So being prepared to change them in this way, especially when our circumstances change, helps us develop mental flexibility, which is absolutely critical for going through the process and achieving that final result. And it also gives us hope because we just keep on trying till we get there. So whether you are pursuing a short or a long-term goal, it is so important that you develop healthy mental habits and mindsets from the start, which can be adjusted to each goal that we are pursuing. It's so important that you focus on the process more than the goal. If you lay this as a good foundation, you really can live the life that you want to live. For more information on goal setting and mental habits that lead to success, see my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. 
If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf.